friends. We are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One with Friends podcast. We have a friend with us. Yes. <laughs> Jane is back. <laughs> okay, guys. So this is the first time that we are all recording in different locations, yes. even myself and Llewellyn. Llewellyn, <laughs> do you want to explain why we are doing that tonight? Yeah. So <laughs> we'll give you guys a little, well, as we told you in the first episode, we were a little nervous for our first episode. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. I think because of that nervousness and just getting back in the flow of things, I forgot to switch our microphone on <laughs> when we recorded this episode as well. So in listening back to it, we were not able able to salvage the audio because I myself was way too loud and the other two were a little drowned out. So now... And because of that, we decided we needed to re-record quickly enough so we could get this episode to you guys on time. And yes. that means we had to do it in a way that none of us are together. So this is a, a first time for us. You know, it's weird not looking you guys in the face. It really is. I'm looking <laughs> yeah. at a blank wall and it's so strange. Like I, almost, like I almost feel like on our computers, we should be on a Zoom, like <laughs> muted so that we could at least see each other's facial expressions because it's really weird to not yeah like I'm just staring at my computer screen in my little tiny closet it's just weird <laughs> yeah it is strange <laughs> but thank like thankful for technology yeah because otherwise we'd have to like I don't know when we would have done it so right anyways all right so that is our update to you guys Llewellyn take it away with the episode recap all right, well, this week we watched the one titled The One with the Breast Milk. Monica goes shopping with Ross's new girlfriend and is too afraid to tell Rachel. Joey is troubled when a fellow aftershave salesman outperforms him on the job. Oh, yeah, I forgot how quick these were. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> okay, so um, we kick off with the soft, uh, the soft open, and Phoebe opens a box of little baby shoes so cute. Ah, they're so cute, so cute. <laughs> um they look like I always thought that I would probably when I had kids use their their first pair of shoes as like a keychain on my keys later on or something because they're so tiny they look like they could be made into a little keychain <laughs> that's so weird <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Jane is like judging us right now i mean i never really have until this moment but yeah i am (laughs) why is that i don't know i i guess i just don't go goo goo gaga for baby things which i know i'm in the like i don't know like the majority of people think that's really cute and do use baby shoes as keychains but i just think of them as shoes so like why would you do that you don't find something like internally that makes you think like just the tininess of them makes them so like like miniature miniature something you know what I mean like that doesn't make you feel all like it's just so cute that it's so it's a tiny version of big person shoes I mean I like thought that about the like miniature maple syrup I bought last week but not (laughs) like baby shoes (laughs) 
the only things that apply to her it sounds like food (laughs) yeah okay got food food okay cool well that makes sense all right at least it's miniature maybe someday when you have kids you'll be like oh my gosh these little tiny people yeah later in life i'm gonna be the mom with all of the shoes like toddler (laughs) and then you guys can make fun of me okay perfect yeah. we'll bring it back around <laughs> yeah please do be like remember that one time when you <laughs> judged me didn't like that yeah <laughs> judged us <laughs> um so the the group gets to talking and all of a sudden the baby is really hungry so um carol whips it out and is breastfeeding in public and chandler and joey get so weird about it yes they do they like instantly move, remove themselves to the kitchen. They want to get out of there. They just think it's weird. Ross is trying to like, guys, it's the most natural thing in the world that's happening out there. And Joey's like, yeah, but someone's sucking on them. Like, <laughs> trying to reference boobs. And yet Ross is trying to refer to the actual action of breastfeeding. Yeah. Um. So you just kind of see their instant discomfort with the whole situation that they're in. Um, so then we, what scene is next, guys? We go to the is coffee it, shop, right? Yeah, it's the coffee shop where Julie asks the girls if they want to go shopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she... And she well, before that, she is just trying to be nice to Rachel, but Rachel is still, like, kind of shunning her from the crowd. Right. But then she turns to them and says, like, hey, my friend is um, this is his last day at Bloomingdale's, and he wants to, like, blow it on his discount or whatever. And so they, she asks if they want to go, and Monica just chimes in and says, yeah, of course, let's do it. To which all the friends look at Monica <laughs> and say, why would you do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she doesn't even quite, like, realize it until afterwards. Like, oh, no. Do you think that's going to be a problem with Rachel? And Chandler's like, yeah, it's like you're cheating on her in her house of worship. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, which is, like, the best line. It was such a great parallel. Um, But it does show, like, the, the, like, duality of having to support your sibling because Ross is so grateful yeah he is like like I'm so thankful that you would do that and just show him support way Mm -hmm. and yet there's also the support that Rachel needs as her friend have you guys ever ran into anything like that like sibling support versus friendship support no I don't think so nothing that dramatic has happened to me yet (laughs) Hopefully yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't had that either. I don't think so either. And I think it'd be different if like maybe. Like I have an older brother, but he's so much older than me. So it's not like we could ever get into that type of situation. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it would have to be that like the different gender maybe plays a role in that as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That like, I don't know. I never kind of quite got into um, then we cut to the scene where Joey's at his job. So this is the <laughs> first time we've seen him working anywhere other than acting, right? Yeah. Okay. 
And he has put on one. No, 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 not him. The. Okay. Before we get to this guy, can we just talk about Joey's. (laughs) Joey's fragrance is Dijon. Is that like (laughs) Dijon, like the mustard? I don't know. (laughs) Like, like, does it have like hints of like peppercorn and ground stone milled mustard seed? Like, it makes me think of like the way that people describe wines where it's like, oh, oh, up front it has, it's got a, a, a bitter nose of, um, crushed mustard seed <laughs> and in the back of the throat it's got the long the long legs of peppercorn paprika and cayenne um it just makes me think of like dijon is like the worst name for up like an aftershave or a must or a, a fragrance am it's i right like, no it's like it's like are you about to spritz me and like am i a hot dog like what is this <laughs> right like yes like does it does it come in a combo pack with a fragrance named ketchup yes. or marketing wise it's not the like worst tactic you could take like you could totally do like mustard or ketchup body wash mm. you know it's like sauerkraut with oh, with yes. some like with some like relish exfoliation on the side. Yes. <laughs> Made of little like, a... like pickled chunks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. No, that's perfect. We have made something, ladies. Trademarked. <laughs> Nobody can steal it. Nope. Um, okay. So Joey is selling this. You know, he's trying to get these guys to get spritz and they keep walking by him and they're like, No, no thanks. <laughs> Except for this guy comes along, this cowboy, who has one too many, two too many belts on, I think. Oh, yes. <laughs> he had them, like, crossed and, like, overlapped and crisscrossed. And he was just not attractive. Can we just... That is such a lie. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. If we were in the same closet, I would hit you. Oh, no. Okay. He is a nice-looking fella. <laughs> I beg to differ. Oh my gosh. He's like, I don't, uh, like gentlemanly, like, uh, he's got that definite, like, chiseled. Yes. 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 Jane. Like, I guess I'm confused, uh, about what what you're looking for then. (laughs) Not that. (laughs) Like, doughboy. Is that, is that the thing? (laughs) (laughs) Like the Michelin man. Yes. Like that. No. So you don't think that like brooding, dark hair, dark eyes, chiseled chin is attractive at all? I mean, I guess it is attractive, <laughs> but I don't know I probably it was probably just the outfit was a super big turnoff. Well, Maybe that's what it was. Mm, sure. Unless uh, I mean, I mean, you. Somehow, I'm not going to comment. Yeah, you somehow <laughs> look mind. at Chandler and all of his sweater vests and like find him attractive. <laughs> So I don't buy the belt theory that he was just wearing too much. Jane is laying it on heavy tonight. <laughs> I feel like very empowered, like not being around you guys. Like I don't get the <laughs> She doesn't get our judgmental looks. Yep. Jane's gonna request we do um socially distant recordings from here on out. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> she's gonna be like oh man guys no I can't make it to the house but <laughs> I can sit in my closet <laughs> <laughs> oh that is good <laughs> um okay but I thought this guy at the very beginning what like when you saw his face at the beginning when his like hat was a little bit lowered he wasn't directly looking towards the camera you got a little side angle I thought he looked like James Marsden for a second like current Obviously, this was in like the you know mid nineties, but I thought he looked like James Marsden. What do you guys? What do you guys think? You know who he is, right? From yeah, Twenty Seven yeah, Dresses. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't think of it initially, but after you said that, yeah, hundred percent. That's who he looks like. Like just at the very beginning, once you get mm-hmm. a straight on look at his face, you're like, oh, never mind. But right as he's walking up, I'm like, wait a minute. And then all of a sudden they show his face. And you're like, nope, never mind. It's not. <laughs> <sighs> James Marsden, though, is attractive for sure. Oh, so yeah. attractive. Okay, but he sort of looks like him. Yeah, see, so... I didn't see it. I, okay, I would have to go back and look again because I, I was trying to trap you. <laughs> you really definitely should. didn't see, see that. But James Marsden, yes, for sure. He's kind of James Marsden is more um, baby faced than this guy was. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like less scruffy and like handsome. I mean, like James Marsden is definitely good looking, but he's not as like I don't even know how to word it. Hmm. <laughs> Does anybody have a word for it? I'm, I'm just <laughs> floundering out here by myself. No, I think no, I think I, I get what you mean. I'm drowning, guys. Help me. <laughs> My brain was thinking so fast, but I couldn't help. <laughs> no, I definitely get what you mean. I think a lot of the roles that James Marsden is in are ones where like he has to be that like baby face look. Like yeah, I think the, like, of sappy like, love guy. Yeah, like I think of like Twenty Seven Dresses, and he was in an, uh, Enchanted. Is that what it's called? The oh, uh, was he? Yeah, hmm. the one with Amy Adams, where she's like singing. She's a princess. It's also got Patrick Dempsey in it. I can't think of what it's called. It's off my head, but he's in that. No, I think I think that's what it's called. I just never saw it. Yeah. Um. But he's always in those roles that like he isn't really the scruffy guy. He's more the right Prince charming type guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so we go back to the cafe and Monica comes running in and says, like, Phoebe, it, when Rachel comes in here, you've been shopping we- with me all day. And they go through this little script. And sure enough, Rachel comes up to him and she is wearing the the like the same brand of shirt that we talked about in the last episode right but a different color but it's that keys nameplate thing yeah which I feel like these are the only two times we see her wear these but it feels like it's somewhat uniform ish and I tried to look to see if Tees was like maybe the name brand of a uniform company back in the 90s or something um, but every time I tried to Google the word tease uniforms, it automatically would go to all of these sports pages of these like football and basketball, like teasing their new uniforms for the new year. So I did not get 
any sort of details on the idea that tease was like used but we do see that again um in this scene then um i love the way that as phoebe was trying to explain her side of the story that was a lie that monica was kind of spinning for rachel how Monica was trying to tell her that they went and bought bras together. And yet she said like, we bought, uh, like we bought boobs. Yeah. And I just thought like, what a hilarious way to tell someone that you've maybe got like a, like a breast augmentation, augmentation surgery. <laughs> just like, Oh, Hey, what'd you do this weekend? Why were, why were you late? You know, why didn't you come to work? You're like, Oh, I bought boobs. <laughs> like, and Monica was like, no, she like pulled on her strap, like bras. Um, so it was a really big, did she, I almost can't remember. Did she find out about the shopping at that point or no? No, it was a little later. It was a little later with the receipt. That's right. Um, so somehow even in Phoebe's floundering, they got away. I don't know. With... That, I wouldn't say they got away with it necessarily. <laughs> I just don't think, I mean, Rachel had no idea that she went with Julie, but I mean, Phoebe flat out says like, yeah, we went, you know, yeah, we, we, we bought, we bought fur. And it's like, Phoebe, you bought fur. (laughs) Right. Which she hates. Right. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. So maybe she's a little, a little skeptical. Suspicious. Yeah. Of Monica. Don't be suspicious. What is, what is that, Jane? From TikTok? No. No, I don't. I don't. Oh, don't do oh. that. Oh. Oh. Okay. Who's that from? What is it? I Explain mean... to us old fogies. <laughs> What's on the TikTok we these the days? We are the same age. Um, <laughs> no, we are not. We are definitely but, not. I'm like five years older than you. Oh, my. No, four. That oh, is still the five. difference between freshman in high school and freshman in college so gosh we're not arguing about this explain the tiktoks to (laughs) us i think it's originally from a show called uh i don't know it's a hulu show about like two good friends but it's just a voiceover on tiktok (laughs) and i don't know it's just these young kids young kids listen to me and they (laughs) and they just it's this voiceover that says don't be suspicious don't be suspicious Someone will know who I'm like what I'm talking about. So. All right. If you know what Jane is talking about, just give us a little <laughs> help me out. <laughs> shout out on social media or something. Yes. Um share maybe share the actual TikTok with us to our DMs. Like help us out. We're trying to stay relevant for y'all. Which is surprising because I think on the statistics of our listeners, like our majority share is 18 to 22 year olds. So shout out to y'all out there who are younger than we are listening to us and actually being entertained. Yes, thank you. So share the TikToks with us. Let's maybe stop calling it the TikToks. No, I need to ironically, you guys. Okay. Okay, boomer. I feel like I shouldn't be called a millennial because I feel like I'm on the very beginning scope of millennials and I don't I don't like I don't identify with the characteristics of millennials I often think like maybe I'm just a generation before that whatever that is y x we're y well so x Mm, yeah I don't think you're on the 
you're on the close end. I think that you, there's a couple more years before you that. I no, there I... definitely is. Like my brother is technically. I say all a, of my millennial. millennials and they're born in the early 80s. I know, but I feel like there's a cutoff. I feel like there's a cutoff where like early millennials and late millennials are two very different groups of people. So we're like the mids, the mid millennials. But I feel like we are <laughs> not like the laters. Well, I'm the later because I'm the 90, I'm 94. So it's like the cutoff. And I would say we're similar. No, maybe. Silence. I would say we are. I think I think Leanne <laughs> has an old soul. Leanne's like I couldn't be further. I do. <laughs> I do have an old soul. I feel like as much as I'm like, why are old people so grumpy about all these young kids doing their whatever, and yet like I'm the one rolling my eyes at kids posting, like taking selfies in public. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to be that old person that's like, get off my lawn. That's going to be me. Yeah, well. I don't want to be. Oh wow. Thanks, Llewellyn. <laughs> Anytime. She's like, yeah, you will. Uh, with all of her grandkids' shoes on her keys. <laughs> I want to be able to, my transmission will start failing because like the key ring is so heavy. That, like, it won't turn anymore. <laughs> She'll eventually have, like, a shoe for every key. Oh, my god! She'll have, like, a million keys. <laughs> but all these shoes attached to it. Back in my day, this was Joey's little shoe. Oh <laughs> wow, I'm not going to name my kid Joey. Joey. <laughs> you should name him Ross. No. Oh my god. What about Russ? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for that episode. That's coming up quick here, y'all. I can't wait. <laughs> okay, back to the show. Um, so we come back and Carol and Susan are about to hand off their baby to be babysat by, of course, their father, Ross. And it's really endearing that as Carol is um kind of watching like Ross like bounce Ben up and down that she like hugs the little clown and starts to like bounce up and down as well, like to mimic because she's just so like nervous. It's actually really cute. I don't know if you guys thought so too, but I thought it was really endearing. Yeah. Okay. The non, the non child lover, of course, Llewellyn's nowhere to be heard. (laughs) Um, Okay. But then all of a sudden the phone rings, Monica jumps up um, and she says, Hey, Jew. <laughs> hey, Jew. And then she moves out to the kitchen, has a conversation, hangs up the phone, and Rachel's like, Did you just say, Hey, Jew? And all of a sudden, <laughs> she has to go into this like fake lie that it's her friend, like Eddie Moskowitz or something. <laughs> and he's her Jewish friend. And he likes being called that because it, like, reaffirms his faith (laughs) could you imagine like there's no other there's no other like religion or belief or anything that you could like I think it's because it has a really short name that that's doable but any other ones like you could never just be like hey Muslim (laughs) like talking to your only Muslim friend right or like you know hey Hindu or is it Hindi? Oh, God. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I've just offended like an entire religious belief. I'm sorry. 
Um, or like, you know, yo Protestant. <laughs> like, you just, <laughs> like you just can't call people by like what they believe. It's but it was just like a really it was a really funny thing. Yeah. Um okay, so after that we all of a sudden like I think it was Phoebe. Phoebe was warming up the milk. Oh yes. Yeah. And all of a sudden she like puts it on her arm to test the temperature of it on her wrist and then she licks it off. And as soon as she does that, Chandler is like, What did you just do? Right. And like Freaking Rachel's out. disgusted. Like everyone's disgusted about it. Yeah, Rachel like jumps up and she goes, That's juice squeezed from a person. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> to which Joey takes it and immediately tries it. And then Chandler repeats, What did you just do okay does that make you guys like do you ever think okay Llewellyn I know that you do not drink milk and it's because you made a decision because you sing that because like milk clogs up your vocal area right um you made a decision to stop drinking milk like what two years ago maybe more uh this past July was three years Holy cow, it's been a long time. Yeah. Um. So you stopped drinking milk. But, like, do you guys ever, like, every once in a while, I'll just kind of think, like, we, we drink <laughs> juice squeezed, squeezed out of cows. Random <laughs> thought. Yeah. No, I actually... But does it make you think of, like... Go ahead, Jane. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I actually had this conversation with my friend, um, like, last weekend, um, because we were talking about... Because now there's such a trend with alternative milks, like, what... Like, which one is the best for you, or, like, which one tastes the closest to dairy milk. And I really like oat milk, but she really likes almond, and we were both, like, disgusted of the thought of, like, drinking milk from a cow, because for that reason, like... It's squeezed from, like, it's, I don't know, it's just squeezed from the udder of an animal. Like, I, I don't know. But it's funny because that's how I grew up. Like, 2%, I drank, oh, had, yeah. I had a bowl of cereal at least once a day and, but, and didn't think anything of it. But I don't know when it switched that that was gross <clears throat> and I needed to drink, like, alternative milks. But, yeah, I could never go back. I I know because if you think about it, like. And maybe we shouldn't be thinking about it, but like even in like human breast milk, like there's so many like things that the body is creating specifically for those babies, right? That like, like I was listening, like my friend was talking about, like kind of the process that like not, or maybe it was my sister, I don't know, but she said like not only are you like providing nutrients for your specific baby, but with the like with the like latching and the baby being so close, it's actually passing like information back through your body to let the bait, like to let your body know like what type of milk to produce, like moving forward. And it's constantly like evolving as the baby continues to grow. And if there's like sicknesses and things that it needs to like help counteract, like it's constantly, they're in constant like communication almost. Hmm. So it's like, if it does, if we do that as humans for babies, then like 
why are we drinking a different species milk? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I need to stop drinking milk. But I love cheese too much. I don't know what to do. Wait, you drink dairy milk? Only in my coffee. And sometimes in... in sometimes, yeah. Huh. I don't really buy it that often. But like in cereal and stuff. Yeah. Every once in a while. Okay. I always thought that you drank like oat or almond. Well, I guess, yeah. Because I know if you're milk drinking <laughs> in your coffee. <laughs> like if we go out somewhere and it's like usually a iced latte or something. Yeah. And I guess, and I guess it depends on like the coffee place. Um, like if they provide like oat milk, macadamia nut milk. I even don't mind almond milk. Soy milk I don't mind even though it's probably terrible for you and I don't drink it that often. Um, but yeah. I probably should just like make just a hard switch over. I used to make my own oat milk. Hmm. But Okay. I don't know if people need to know about my drinking habits, but <laughs> if any of y'all are out there, like, just take a hard, long thought at <laughs> where you get your milk from. Okay. Llewellyn <laughs> <laughs> well, hasn't said a word. A word. She Sorry, I don't like, drink it, so. Silent over here. Um, I loved Rachel's overalls with her striped shirt. It was like a black and white striped shirt, and she had, like, a little loose-fitting they weren't like super tight, which I which I really liked that they yeah. were a little bit more loose. It looked so comfy. It did. It looks like something that a lot of people would wear today as well. Totally agree. Yep. Um, in other comments, I also loved Susan's dress. So um I guess I'll get back to her, but um essentially in this scene, Rachel uses or Monica has used I think um Rachel's like little blazer coat thing yes um so Rachel goes to put it on finds a receipt for food that costs $50 why would it cost $50 if she went to go eat by herself Uh uh-oh she's been hanging out with Julie yeah so this is the scene where they that I feel like friends does a lot and very well Mm -hmm. is making suggestive comments that could allude to two separate like things so they're talking about like oh you're cheating on me like playfully like you're you're doing this and I wouldn't believe you'd leave that there and all this but like it has that like sexual undertone to it which just makes it funny yeah they always cross-reference being in like a romantic relationship style of fighting with just friendship fighting. Yeah. Like it was one time. It didn't mean anything. And she's like, Oh, you know, like super overdramatic about it. But Rachel or Monica's trying to like convince her, like, it doesn't mean anything. Like I would rather shop with you. Like, <laughs> and Rachel's just not having it. Um, she's really like, obviously heard about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like a funny, of course, the way Friends does it. It's just, it's always, it's probably one of my favorite things that they do on a consistent basis. Yeah. Um, okay. So then we cut to the scene where the, the two ladies come back from their date night or whatever they were doing. And um, I loved Susan's dress in this scene. I originally thought that it was maybe like a flowy jumpsuit, like a three quarter length 
jumpsuit maybe, but I'm pretty sure it was an actual dress, but it was the, like, I liked the top part. Like it had this like really retro cut and, and straps that it seemed like it was just vintage enough to be cool again. Do you guys remember what one it was? I don't remember what it looked like. Is that kind of florally? Was it buttoned like all the way down? Ooh. Like from top to bottom? You know, it's one of those dresses that it definitely could have been. I just don't remember. Hmm. But it it might have been. Because I feel like that was really popular back then. Like those dresses that were buttoned from top to bottom. Yeah, you might be right. Um, okay, so we eventually the guys get around to they start talking again about the milk. And was it jo- uh, Chandler that makes the comment that the packaging <laughs> appeals to both adults and children? <laughs> the one and only time I ever thought Chandler was funny. <laughs> one and only time. Wow. We'll have more. We're only in season two. <laughs> And Ross, I think, is the one that asks what it tastes like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Susan comes up with a really quick cantaloupe juice. And Ross's reaction is so perfect. He, like, stares at her and is like, <laughs> you've tasted it? And she, like, looks at him like, yep. And he goes, oh, you've tasted it? And she just keeps staring. It's like this. It's like this staring contest that they get into and then he changes his tone and goes oh you've tasted it (laughs) like (laughs) and I'm getting the feeling that as he keeps looking at her and they keep playing this like uh like no break eye contest that he's starting to realize oh my gosh like she has tried it right from the source yeah (laughs) because they're dating right um so it's like this, literally he bails. He he try he tries to like rally, he gears himself up, he's like, you know, bottle, great, whatever, great. And then he's like, towel. And then as soon as he hits his rest, he kind of like turns away and throws it because he's so like disappointed at himself that he can't follow through. Yeah. Which is a typical Ross move. It really is. It really is. Oh my gosh. Um <laughs> Okay, so then we go to the next scene where it's essentially the um, back to the store, which is probably like a Macy's or something. And it's light versus dark cowboys. Oh, whoa. Oh, sorry. Right we before that. Right, 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 right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> right before that, Joey walks into the apartment and he has on the all white, like, ombre man suit. Oh, my and- gosh. Chandler was standing there with the towel over his shoulder, like glass in his hand or whatever, kind of looking like a bartender. So <laughs> they're talking about, you know, how he's got to be the, I don't know, the, the better ombre man. I honestly can't remember what they were talking about. but Yeah, I think I think Joey's having just like a insecure moment of like, he needs to be the best. Um, and That's Chandler right. is essentially saying like, what does it matter? This isn't what you want to do, but he wants to do his best anyways. Yeah, that's right. He was like encouraging him as like kind of, and it had that like bartender like feel <laughs> and he pours the the juice box, like from the box into a glass <laughs> and like slides it across the counter to him. Uh, it was the funniest moment. 
Yeah, he, it's not even a short, it's like a super short counter too. So he yeah. had to kind of throw it diagonally so that it had like a, a bigger distance to go so that it made more of a statement. Yeah. Because it was a really shallow counter. Right. Yeah, but it, it, it gave it this old like Western saloon type feel. And you know how like they say pretty much like bartenders and hairstylists act like therapists mm-hmm. because you're in front of them for so long and you know just whatever um yeah so joey gets you know kind of talked back up from chandler um taking shots of juice and uh and then he goes back to work they're about to open the store and before he before he actually (laughs) opens the store did you guys notice the store owner or the manager's hands as he opened the door did you notice he had hairy hands (laughs) Yes. Uh, I didn't notice it enough to like make a note of it but after I saw yours I was like oh my gosh yes definitely saw his hands the, like I I notice when like they're <laughs> I like notice when guys hands or even their knuckles are like hairy <laughs> because if I can tell that you're like, if the top of your hands are hairy, then the rest of your body is hairy for sure. <laughs> That's how you know like, they're a real man. Because of hairy hands? Oh, oh okay. Wait. <laughs> I was kidding. Wait. I was kidding. Jay, I wish you do could you see my like face. really hairy men? I wish you could see. No. I wish you could see my face. No. I mean, I... well, no. I don't. <laughs> This Whoa, convert, she this, seems undecided. TBD. TBD. To be determined. To be decided. Not to be decided. I definitely don't. I just no. It depends what you like mean by hairy. I don't know. Uh, I mean, <laughs> enough where if their hands are hairy, then I mean no. you're gonna get it on like the chest, like popping out the sh- top of the shirt. You're gonna get it on the <laughs> like on the back, probably. No, okay. Up in like up the neck, like where they have to like make the delineation of where the bottom of their beard is. You know, like this way too far. Okay, (laughs) maybe a little. Talking about it, all our hairy guys out there, shoot us a DM. We need to. (laughs) We need to chat. Just kidding. Um, it makes me think of Neve. We'll give you Jane's personal (laughs) Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) We'll hook you up on her dating profile. Yeah, just show me your hands, and then I'll like decide if like we're gonna <laughs> like a date one. Uh, date one will be determined by your hand hairiness. Yes. No, it makes me think of Neve Shulman from Catfish. You know. Dang it! Okay. You guys know this. I know you know. I, who I know he who he. I know who he is. <laughs> okay, that's insane. <laughs> you're talking. You're talking more our generation now. Okay, but he's really hairy too. You know, like you see it popping out of like his shirt and his neckline. Shirt. But he's a great looking man. He's yeah. a nice looking man. Is is he? Okay. <laughs> what? Just your silence. Me? <laughs> I just I was just saying something, and then you laughed. Is he of a different eth- mm. yes. Yes. yes, yes, he is. ethnicity? I, I think is he so. like it? it, it ta- Italian? I don't maybe. Uh, I mean, I, I would think we're like is. Mediterranean. I, I think he's from the Middle East somewhere. Because okay. okay. I know he's Jewish. 
if you could find out his 23 in me, that would be awesome. <laughs> just forward that right along. <laughs> you can just like deep dive on ancestry, ancestry.com so we can, yeah. you know. Hey, know buddy. Hey, buddy. If you're listening to this, send us your 23 and me. We need to know your <laughs> DNA <laughs> history. Have you guys ever taken a 23 and me? No, no, but I'd like to. I would like to as well. Sponsor. Llewellyn? Maybe. Um, no, I have not. My oh, dad... sponsor. Hey, yeah. we'll be reaching out 23andMe. We'll be <laughs> yeah, reaching out. <laughs> What'd you say? Your dad? My dad has, like, done an Ancestry.com thing and, like, figured out that the first of our kind our kind. The first of, like, the first She's of, a like, vampire. My... Yes, yeah. <laughs> the first of my family lineage lineage? Yeah, uh, like originated in Pennsylvania. Like that's where like our, like the first people with our last oh. names are like buried. Apparently, you're uh, <laughs> maybe some <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs> you're meant to love the office. I no, don't I'm care not. what you have to say. You were <laughs> destined by your forefathers. The first of your kind. The first of your kind have spoken. <laughs> no, they would turn over in their graves. No, they wouldn't. They're probably on a shroop farm somewhere (laughs) (laughs) creating beets as fertilizer. (laughs) Gosh, I love that show so much. It's great. Better than anyways. Um where were we? Oh, hairy hands. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so essentially I noticed that like immediately. So the store opens. This old gentleman is apparently has like a cop posted outside ready to walk in as soon as the door opens. And um luckily Joey can't get his you know trigger ready as fast and ombre man which just means man man in uh Spanish uh essentially triggers first fires first and it's a disaster. He sprays the guy right in the eye. So bad. And I think we find out his name is like Trevor or something. Yeah, something really basic. Like so, so basic. Um. Okay, what else? Um. Oh, he wins. He wins the girl back. Oh yeah, yes he does. Mm-hmm. Which is so funny because Joey literally just got to work and she walks up to him and, you know, says that or invites him kind of to go out to coffee. And Joey just says, sure. And then they head off into the sunset. Mm. But he literally just got to work. (laughs) Which, like, plays into, like, Joey's character and, like, I don't know, his nonchalant. Like, he doesn't necessarily have a career yet. But Mm -hmm. yeah, that made me chuckle. Okay, so speaking of her, she has actually had a few, like, cross-references with some of the actors on Friends. So her name is Emily Proctor, and she played an associate White House counsel in West Wing, followed by Matthew Perry in almost the same role. So they kind of missed each other a little bit, but they sort of played similar roles. And then she ended up starring in CSI Miami as Callie Duquesne, along with Sophia Milos and Sophia Milos paid or played Aurora who Chandler dated in the one with the butt. Mm. Small world. Yes. Small world. 
Um, okay, so then we get to the tag of the show, this final little scene. Ross is trying to ramp himself up because he's got the bottle in front of him with a stack of Oreos. <laughs> Oreos. Gotta love them. <laughs> it's like funny as a chaser. <laughs> right. But when you think of the fact that they just said it tastes like cantaloupe juice. Mm-hmm. Like cantaloupe and chocolate don't necessarily seem well i don't know do they cover it in chocolate in the edible arrangement i don't know i don't think maybe they do maybe they do go well together but melons in general covered in chocolate so are you saying we're trying it or no (laughs) (laughs) are you talking about breast milk or are you talking about cantaloupes in chocolate both i mean well yes would you guys would you try breast milk i mean i have what? I think I have. <laughs> what do you think? You mean like besides when you were a like baby? Like besides when I was a baby when you don't remember. Hmm. I think so. I think I was curious when, when my cousin had like her... Like a couple weeks ago? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, when my cousin had her baby when She's I was like, yeah, her. last weekend, me and my girlfriends were hanging yeah, out. Yeah, you know, just like chugging it with some Oreos. Um, no. <laughs> no, I think I did. I don't remember, to be honest, but... Because I feel like I've had this, like, conversation before where it's like, oh, would you ever try breast milk, like, as an adult? Yeah. But I don't, like, I I honestly don't remember. I think I did, but I don't. I don't remember. Hmm. So we'll just say I just feel like you would not do that. I mean. Because you're such, like, like, you're such, like, a clean, like. I like the I feel like you would consider that like cross contamination. <laughs> yes, me now would. Me three or four years ago, probably not. So huh. yeah. My late twenties have changed me. Wow, what has happened to you in your late twenties to make you I don't know, y'all. I'm not looking forward wanna... to turning thirty. I wanna go to therapy and figure out what the trigger of that is, just in case it gets worse. We don't need you actually becoming a Monica, okay? I'm worried about you. Um, honestly, I would probably try like my own when that season comes, but I'm not like trying to oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Ah! Okay, I have to bring this up. This just reminded me. Did you guys see the Netflix series um called Unwell that featured like a couple like a month ago? No, no, it like just came out, and it's like this, eight, like maybe eight episode series uh, or season where they talk about these random fads of different types of healthcare things, and they talk to you with people who are a hundred percent for it and like all that, and then people who are like against it. So they give you a very well-rounded perspective without actually telling you what to think. They just give you both sides of like this is what people are saying that it's good, this is what people are saying that it's bad. And then they like move on. So there's one about breast milk being like this black market thing where like, so this story follows this guy who's trying to build muscle again and work out. Mm -hmm. And he swears that breast milk is the answer to his like fitness. No, So he literally has this lady that he met on this website or something, this, or maybe he, a friend of a friend of a friend of this lady who like has a, it's like a medical condition where you overproduce milk and she like sells it to him per ounce. Yes. And he puts it in like smoothies 
and and like drinks it with cereal just to like because he he thinks that it's like the thing to do that's weird and that's so crazy I just remembered that as we were talking about it um but anyways so it's not like I'm gonna buy it on some weird website I would probably maybe try my own but that would be it mm-hmm. what about you Jane yeah I think similar to you Leanne um like when motherhood season comes like I think I'll want to try all the things <laughs> like oh what does my breast milk taste like and it'll just organically happen but I think it'll just be a one and done kind of thing, but yeah, I'm not like jumping up and down to do it, but like, <laughs> that would probably hurt if you had. <laughs> oh my gosh. That sounds really painful. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So in this as, okay. Anything else on that? I guess. No, no, we didn't really talk about the, the girls and their little like girl rivalry at the very end, right before the tag. Do we need to talk about that? Anything no, with that I at all? Kind of like explains itself. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So we have an episode rating system. Jane, as our featured guest, how would you rate this episode? Somewhere between a four and a five. I think it was a lot of uh, Rachel and a lot of Joey, which are probably my two least favorite characters like the characters that that I don't connect with the most Mm. so and I don't know and like I like Rachel but with everything with Julie it was just like a lot of pettiness I feel like (laughs) between Julie and Rachel and Joey and ombre man like there wasn't a lot of meat to the to the episode so four I would say four four Mm -hmm. uh we don't have that rating system on here Oh, um, you got to actually say what it is. Go ahead. Um, what, what would you rate it? <laughs> we were on a break. That's what I would yeah. rate it. Perfect. Awesome. Llewellyn, how would you rate it? Um, I'm the same. I would say we were on a break. Um, only because it really, like, it didn't carry the show or the episode along very far. Um, it was like a one-off almost. Um mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, we got a we got to see Ben. Um, I think it was one of the first episodes where like he was in it, and mm-hmm. you know we still have the whole Julie Rachel rivalry thing. But it was very like Jane said, like very Rachel and Joey heavy, and they're also not two of my favorite characters. So what? yeah, not okay. as fun. Huh. Okay, I think I actually rated this higher the first time we recorded this episode. <laughs> but I'm actually going to bump it down to an oh my god. Um, really? The reason being is pretty much for all the things that you guys said and it really does not have a lot of momentum to this episode and Rachel is so whiny mm-hmm. and like I completely agree. I don't even think it does. I don't even think it deserved my last rating. So I actually bumped it down to an. Oh my god. <laughs> cool. So that's where I stand. Okay, now that I have circled back around, we are in our post-show wrap-up where we are introducing a brand new segment that we may 
do in most episodes, but there might be episodes where we don't. But with the introduction in season two of sponsorships and the potential for like paid ads and things like that being interwoven into our episodes, we also wanted to love, we liked the idea of adding in a segment called recommend to a friend. Reason being is because you guys probably have some things that you guys get excited about. You know, you pick up a new hobby, you know, you get something new, you um, try something different or just whatever. You have something new that you were, you like can't help but get excited about and tell somebody. So we wanted to be able to promote something really quickly, very um, like low, I don't know, investment, I guess. It's just like something we're excited about, want to share with you. It'll help you get to know us a little bit more and maybe allow you to step outside your comfort zone to try something new. So I will... I'll go first because we did the order the other way around. So um, my thing for this segment would be a Netflix show called In the Dark. So this show, the best way that I can describe it without being like a TV critic is that it's a grunge murder drama. And that's the best way I can describe it. <laughs> I, I, I looked at the preview and I thought this is probably not a show that I'm going to be interested in. It just didn't seem like my brand, but I gave it a shot and I watched all two seasons in three days. So I was, I'm obsessed with it. It's originally a CW show that comes on Netflix. So I can't wait for more. So in the dark is my um, show that I would recommend to a friend. Awesome. Who's next? Um, I don't really have one this week. So Jane. Okay. Um, yeah um over quarantine i bought um a yeti tumbler mug um it's like Mm. 14 ounces it sounds kind of basic and like no brainer but because it has a handle and it's the shape of a coffee cup it i don't know it's just nice like it really feels like whether i'm drinking it at work or school or wherever it like feels like the comfort of like coffee at home but because it's a tumbler it's not like I like the never-ending cycle of like warm coffee I forget about it I have to microwave it I forget about it again like that is, <laughs> that is no more so that's really nice yeah. nice nice and you mentioned last time that you're not trying to drink a lot of coffee right now so you're doing a lot of tea and stuff in it yeah yeah so that's been really nice I've been getting like really bad like hormonal migraines and so I'm trying to like taper mm. off my coffee or caffeine intake really so I'm still doing like I don't know Earl Grey like I don't know 60 to 80 milligram caffeinated drinks which is a small step down but um, I have seen like a little bit of an improvement and I think in my mind just because it's in like a coffee tumbler it kind of tricks me to think like eh, still coffee nice yeah yeah I had some matcha this morning like hot matcha as opposed to coffee yeah um, cause I'm trying to stay a little bit away as well. So nice. Love it. All right. So you would highly recommend to a friend, a Yeti mug. I definitely would love it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we are going to wrap up this show. Um, next week, we're going to cover the episode, um, called the one where Mr. Heckles dies. So we're going to invite a couple of friends to join us that next week so that's what we'll cover yeah 
So until then, we will catch you next week on the One with Friends podcast.